0: Welcome to the Louvain Mark Wrestling Podcast. With Shane, Captain Jenny, Shane, Captain Jenny. All these supermarks of wrestling. Free time is guaranteed. Join the Louvain Mark Wrestling Podcast.
1: And welcome to our most important show of the year. This is our Marky Awards, and what y'all can't see is I'm actually wearing a tuxedo for our. I said we're
2: all dressed up. We're all
1: dressed up. We hope you're dressed up for these awards or this award show too. It's very important. Walk our red carpet. Um,
2: Find the paparazzi.
1: Yeah, we got a couple people out here taking pictures of everybody. You know, we've had Roman Reigns come walking around out here in my backyard.
2: <laughs> throwing up the one,
1: throwing up the one, we acknowledged him. If he's walking around in my backyard, I'd have to acknowledge him. He's a big dude. He's,
0: he's
2: in your backyard of <laughs> relevancy.
1: Yes, he's in my backyard of relevancy. But anyway, it is, it is going to be a good. It's going to be a fun show for us. We're going to uh, we're going to name our winners and who me and Jenny both think is uh, was the winners of our categories. And have uh, some debates have some debates and uh you know y'all can join on Twitter of course, but uh without further ado, Jenny, what is the first category we're going to uh give a give a marquee out for
2: uh we will start with male wrestler of the year
1: oh well you won't save that until last I thought we won't save that until last
2: no that'll be performer of the year
1: oh okay 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 male wrestler of the year who's who, who's our who who's our nominees
2: our nominees are Roman reigns. Yay, woo! Ooh. John Moxley, yay, Mox. woo! Jay White, yay, woo! Again. Yeah, we ah, don't have okay, any. effects. I can't effects. do that every
1: time. We don't have any sound effects.
2: <laughs> and MJF.
1: All right, so and, and our our opinions might be different. We're going to debate on this, but uh, my male my, my male wrestler of the year is uh, John
2: Moxley. He's mine too. Because he's had to go above and beyond after the shit show that was yep, the backstage brawl. He never mm-hmm. got his vacation. He's had to become the champion again. Yep. He'd been through rehab earlier this year, come back from that. Right? That was all this year?
1: That was all this year.
2: Whew, God, it's been a hell of a
1: fucking yeah, year. Yeah, it's been a hell of a year. Yeah, it that, that was all this year. Uh, There's
2: been so much news just in the last six months of this year that it feels like it was three years ago.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. It's uh, Moxley's basic, but Moxley basically put AEW on his back for about eight months of the year,
0: yeah,
1: and I, agree. I I feel like that uh, that weighs a lot because he carried that company. Uh, Roman Reigns, as good as what he was in twenty twenty two, he doesn't have to do it all. I felt like I feel like John Moxley had to do it all for about an eight month period.
2: I say Roman started out the year strong. But it's just it's kind of I mean he's had some injuries and setbacks towards the end of this year but it's just the back half of the year has just been kind of meh. Yeah. As far as the Roman Mm Reigns side, I mean the bloodline is amazing and great, but just it hasn't been a lot to do with Roman. No. Performances lately. It's been
1: more uh, the bloodline as of late over the last quarter over the last quarter of the year has been about Sami Zayn.
2: Mm-hmm. Uso, it's, Sami Zayn, Uso,
1: and Solo. Yeah, it's been about Sami Zayn. It's been about the other members of the bloodline, and less about Roman. Love me some Honorary use. Yes, uh, Jay Watt. Uh, I think everybody's. I, I think American audiences are just now getting acquainted with J. Watt. Uh, fantastic talent. Had a fantastic year over in Japan, uh, and and abroad. He, of course, he wrestles more than just Japan. He, you know, he wrestles in England. You know. Fantastic talent. I love Jay White. Um He would he would definitely if he was in if Jay White was in WWE he would be a he would be a massive megastar. I'm just put that out there. He would be a megastar, <coughs> but he's not. But uh, uh, but now that the forbidden door is open and people and American audiences more of, more of American audiences got to see Jay White this past year than ever before. And if they even they did see him in ROH, it was very little, because ROH was a syndicated show back whenever he was on it. And he just didn't that, – that's definitely not the Jay Watt we have now. The Jay Watt we have now is fantastic. And uh, MJF uh, MJF would have been my wrestler – would would have been my uh, male wrestler of the year if not for the four months he took off.
2: Right. I was going to say that. Hiatus hurt him.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he – uh,
2: K. Faber not or whatever that hiatus hurt him.
1: It, it hurt him, yeah. Uh, but MJF, MJF will probably he may very well be in twenty twenty three. He may very well win the marking. Not that he it actually gives a shit about it, but, no. but he may actually win it next year.
2: Yeah, so he will definitely, I'm sure, be in contention next year unless something crazy happens. Mm-hmm.
1: But uh, that's that's why that's why John Moxley is my male wrestler of the year.
2: Yeah. That's <laughs> We're, we're in agreement on that one. That one was easy.
1: Yeah, it was real easy.
2: So now, for Female Wrestler of the Year, Ooh, our nominees, nominees are... are. Roxanne Perez. Ooh. Jade Cargill. I'm trying to put on my announcer voice. Okay. Tony Storm. Ooh. Liv Morgan. Bianca Belair. And Mandy Rose.
1: And. Who who is your who's your female wrestler of the year?
2: You know, I think I have to give it to Roxanne Perez. Really? Just because how out of the shoot lightning strike quick she happened at the end of the year. Which is why I took her out of our female breakout and put her straight into female wrestler of the year because what a way to make a quick impact I mean she came in hot and heavy into NXT right off the bat into a great feud with Cora Jade after they're you know trying to be a tag team and then the turn and just really I think quickly captured that audience to where they love her and then to end the year becoming the NXT Women's Champion albeit you know for political whatever reasons because of the whole Mandy Rose situation Mm -hmm. that was still who they chose Because they knew at that fucking pay-per-view that they were going to be firing Mandy Rose on Tuesday. They knew on Saturday.
1: They had to, yeah.
2: And they still chose Roxanne Perez to be the one they would pull the trigger on. Because they knew by Saturday what they were going to be doing on Tuesday, Mm. I'm sure. I'm I'm sure sure they they
1: did, did. yeah. I'm sure they did. Uh, My female wrestler of the year, I uh, I think she actually won it last year for me, too. Uh, Bianca Belair. I feel like she... She has been the face. She has been the most recognizable face of that women's division, over in 2022 for sure. Since we don't have, we didn't have Becky for most of the year. We didn't have Charlotte for most of the year. So it's been Bianca. She and yes, she does get the John Cena treatment where she is booked like crazy. But I feel like she is a she has been the top female in the business in 2022.
2: Last year's winner was actually Britt Baker. Britt ba- oh, okay.
1: It was Britt Baker last year. Okay.
2: Um, I, you know, I'm kind of going to go with the same thing with Roman. Bianca started the year hot, but then it's just become tiresome for me, which is why I can't go with her. That's well, why she doesn't get my vote.
1: Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, you're. This it, is where we it, need a third person. Yes, where we need a third person. We don't
2: have. We don't have that tiebreaker. We
1: don't have tiebreaker anymore. Uh, but you know, we do have the tiebreaker out there with the audience. You know.
2: I say maybe maybe this will be one. If we have any that we don't both agree on, or we can't sway the other person on, we'll mm-hmm. put these on Twitter, and the people can vote.
1: Right. <laughs> and you're not gonna sway me either. I, I I love Roxanne Perez, and I and I totally get where you're coming from with her but you're just not going to sway me on this.
2: Okay, I will put this one on I'll the put Twitter. Put this one
1: on the Twitter. Um as far as like uh you know like so, some of the other nom- nominees uh Liv Morgan Liv Morgan almost won this for me. Liv I, I, I feel like nobody has ascended higher this year faster than Liv Morgan. She almost Yeah, I feel like Liv
2: me. almost should have been on our breakout list.
1: Yeah. Uh Liv Liv come a close second for me for this. Yeah. Uh, I, I think she's she's just now hitting that uh, she's hitting her stride as a uh, as a performer, and th- she's not just going to be a one time champion and one and done. She she's going to she's going to have a couple more title reigns in her before it's all before this is all said and done. Um, who else did we have on our on our nom- nom- nominee list here?
2: Jade, Tony, and Mandy. Okay, the only
1: reason why Jade isn't is because she hasn't taken that next step. She has been the TBS champion for a year now. I want Jade to take that next step. Yeah, uh, Tony Storm. Uh, Tony Storm. Uh, it has had a great run in AEW.
2: No, I agree. She would probably be my second place pick.
1: Yeah, she's had a great run in AEW. I just, I just, uh, she just need to do a little bit more for me. And uh, I feel
2: like if she'd, I think if she'd had a little more time with the title, yeah, yeah,
0: she, she would have been a
2: little higher in contention. Yeah, and it did kind of hurt having the interim yeah, I know they took it away took it but, away, but it while it was it. on there it kind of just it made it not feel as important mm-hmm. and that hurt me because Tony Storm is always important to me
1: yes I love Tony but... Storm <coughs>
2: yeah, so we will let we will let the Twitter marks yeah decide the marquee for a female wrestler of the yep. year
1: Yep, y'all y'all get to decide that
2: let's move on to pay-per-view of the year
1: ooh what's the nominees
2: WrestleMania. Both okay. nights, we're just putting both nights, both in nights there. Both nights WrestleMania. So it's WrestleMania as a whole.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Forbidden Door, All In, the War Game Survivor Series, and Clash at the Castle. Ah. I have a feeling this is gonna be another one where we can't agree on. All
0: right. So my I'll... pick yeah. is
2: Clash. I have not been as pumped and enjoyed a pay per view in a while. I mean, a lot of that's just me, not the product. I've just been blah this year. Uh-huh. To almost, it's wrestling's been rough for me this year, not because of the wrestling, just because of me. Yep. My focus is just not there. But I enjoyed Clash from start to finish.
0: Okay.
1: My winner was going to be All In until I seen Clash at the Castle. Clash at the Castle was that had the Best re best put together card of any pay-per-view I've seen this season, this year. Any of. I mean of them it's one like I
2: was getting hyped during matches that I didn't even care about. Yeah. It was that good. For it me. was
1: it was re- they done a really good job with that show. And that's why I that's why I agree with you. Clash at the Castle. Okay, uh, sweet. Clash, we, actually we actually agree on. agree on one. Clash at the Castle. The winner is, of the
2: marquee for pay-per-view of the year is Clash, of, Clash, at, Clash at the Castle. Castle. Yeah.
1: All in is a close second for me, but Clash of the Castles, it it was my favorite pay-per-view of the year. All
2: right, good job, Clash. Let's go for Tag Team of the Year now.
1: I think this is going to be one we agree upon, too.
2: Our nominees are FTR, The Usos, The Acclaimed, and The Young Bucks. uh,
1: Who do you got? got? Oh, it's FTR. FTR. FTR.
2: I'll go FTR.
1: F- yeah, F- it's FTR. On one, it's not yeah. even close. It's FTR.
2: I mean, uh, they've won like everything. Everything.
1: Everything. And it, it, it's it's they've had, and not only that, they've put on some of the best matches you'll watch yeah. with the Briscoes, and it, 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 they had one they had one a couple weeks ago with the acclaimed. <laughs> it's it, it they just put on just banger after banger after banger. If I'm gonna steal a line from Sheamus. And uh,
0: bangor
1: after bangor. and that's not taking anything away from the Usos. I think the Usos have had a hell of a no, year.
2: They're a very, very, very close second.
1: Yeah, I think the Usos have had a hell of a year. I I think the Young Bucks, if they hadn't been suspended, might have been close to second. And the Acclaimed has had a hell of a year, too. You know, they, they've done a hell of that. You talk about a team that has rocketed up in popularity out of nowhere. That's the Acclaimed. Right. That's the acclaimed, but for my money, FTR is the top tag team in the world right now at this moment, as we as at, at, at this, at this, as we speak. They're the top tag team in the world. Usos is a close second. I would love to see FTR and the Usos one more time. Legit, let them have thirty minutes. You can talk about something we'd never stop talking about.
2: Yeah, no, I agree. Um, let's see. Let's go to shocking moment of the year.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: <clears throat> we have the return of Cody Rhodes to WWE. Mm-hmm. Regal turning on John Moxley. Action Andretti pinning Chris Jericho, and the AEW backstage brawl.
1: Well, a lot of this is AEW, right? It's all AEW. It all concerns AEW.
2: Well, except
1: for Cody. Well, Cody? I mean, where Cody come from?
2: Well, I mean, he left, but he was returning. He to was WWE. You know, returning
1: WWE. Um, let's go with your. Go with yours first. Let's go. Let's go with yours first. What do you? What do you think is the uh, most shocking? I'm
2: gonna one? go with the backstage brawl.
1: Okay, the backstage. Just the full because... group backstage brawl. Okay.
2: Just. I mean, it was it was building, but the fact that it went to the depths that it did is just amazing it's to
1: crazy me. right right it's crazy
2: because i mean you know cody's return while cool it was kind of everybody knew it was going to be cody regal turning on moxley you predicted that i did said it was going to happen I
0: did. I did
2: you know i don't know who Action andretti is and i mean for jericho to get pinned by anybody i guess it's kind of shocking and for him to put somebody over
1: that nobody's ever heard of nobody knows who this kid right. is
2: I saw people comparing this to like the one, two, three kid pinning. Um, was it Razor?
1: Uh, no, 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 yeah, no, no. yeah. It's pinning Razor, but it's it's it's, a, it's it's it's. it's more than that, because Razor was never a world champion.
2: I guess that's true, but still, Jericho's like unheard an of coming in and pinning an established
1: right. person. Jericho's an eight-time world champion, and he and he <laughs> and this kid and he he laid he put his shoulders down for this kid. So that tells you. I mean, I, I mean, I seen it. I was, I was full blown like, what? I couldn't believe it.
2: Jericho must know something about this kid. That Jericho really definitely like knows something about this it. kid.
1: Absolutely, he definitely knows something about him. But yeah, the backstage brawl was, uh, was, uh, was very shocking.
2: I mean, it's been one of the biggest, I think, wrestling news stories of the year. Really. Oh, it's a
1: news story that never ends.
2: Right. I mean, it's still going.
1: It's still going. Uh, but that's not my shocking moment here. My sh- it, it probably would have been if Jericho hadn't been beaten by Action Andretti.
2: All right, so this one's going to have to go to the Twitter peeps yeah. for a tiebreaker, then.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, you know that that just happened here. That happened here recently. That may be because yeah. it's, it's the most what, recent. What like thing last happened. week? A couple weeks ago. A
2: couple weeks ago. A couple okay.
1: weeks ago. But you know. Yeah, William Regal wasn't shocking to me because I did predict it. I mean, it's shocking to a lot of people, and that's why it's on their list. But it wasn't shocking to me because I actually predicted, actually seen it coming. Uh, You pay attention, you see it coming. Uh, But I did not see this coming whatsoever. This is straight out of left field. Straight out of left field, did not see it coming, not one second. Had no business. The kid had no business being in the same ring as Chris Jericho. And he beat him.
0: No.
2: Yeah.
1: So that's my shocking moment. So let's have to go to Twitter too. It's a shocking moment of the year. Is it Action Andretti pinning Chris Jericho, or is it the AEW real life AEW Backstage Brawl?
2: You you can decide. I will put these up on the Twitter.
1: The Twitter machine.
2: Let's go biggest flop now.
1: <laughs> yeah, let's do this.
2: I know your pick already.
1: Yep. Yeah, we've already talked about this
2: um scripts which for people that don't know is that's reggie bush in a mask it's on NXT. yeah it's reggie in a mask i mean it's it's just it's they put reggie in a mask and call them scripts now mm-hmm. um ring of honor cm punk just as a whole to me he's a flop i know you just you said his yeah i just think cm punk as a whole is a flop um the tnt title and theories, so Money in the Bank run.
1: That was bad, too. Uh, Jenny, what was yours? Because you already know what mine is.
2: I'm going to go with Punk. Okay. Because, I mean, he had the hype, he had the build, and then he threw it all away.
1: Pissed it all away. I can see it. I can see it. Because
2: uh, I don't think... See, I don't see Theory's Money in the Bank cash-in as being a flop because of what it's done for his character now. Okay. it was shocking in the moment and it was maybe a flop then but they've done the right things with it to make it worth it okay scripts i don't know enough about him i mean it's oh, ready to mask. just
1: just youtube it and you will know
2: i mean i saw his debut oh my god and i saw him you know, again last week you it, know he it, said it's he's still he wrestles the same style he wears the same clothes they just put a mask on him yeah so I really don't quite understand it yet. I think it needs more time.
1: And how much more time you gotta be willing to give this thing?
2: This he's only a, been in it for like a
1: month. He, he's had too much time already in this gimmick.
2: But he hasn't been on every week, with I, it, has I, he? Well, it's probably a good thing. I yeah, I don't I don't watch every week, so I really I can't speak. No, there, he's only
1: but... been on once, and thank God he's only been on once. This gimmick is. I mean, Reggie could do, be doing so many other things, and this is my. Flop of the year is definitely scripts. This is the worst thing since Bash and Booger. Since the Minotaur. Since Mantar. Since uh, the Goon. This is terrible. This is this is 80s WWE. Terrible, terrible gimmick. Get it off of him. Shawn Michaels, do the kid a favor. Get the mask off of him. Just tell him, you know, just show the world it's Reggie. We know it's Reggie already. Just... God, this is so bad. I just love Reggie so much. That's why I'm telling you, get the mask off of him. He's a good kid. Just get the shit off of him. It's, it's it's so bad. It's the worst.
2: All right, We'll just go with scripts. i mean I'll we let can, you swear on that one. Oh, <laughs>
1: just go watch a YouTube video, you'll know.
2: I mean, I've seen it. I saw his debut kind of half paid attention to what he was doing this last week or so, two weeks ago. And he's ago. riding
1: he, he's riding in the air. What the hell is this? He's
0: riding well, in his the scripts.
2: air. That's a script. Oh my god. <laughs> I just think he's so fucking amazing.
0: And he is an I amazing, mean, I I'm, athlete. Not,
2: I'm not a huge flipper person, but the fact that they put Reggie in the ring with other non or with non flippers is what works for me with reggie
1: that's reggie's whole thing though that's his whole move set is flippy is flippy flop i don't think i've ever seen him grab a headlock
2: i don't think i would enjoy like a reggie ricochet match because that's too much flippy but watching reggie against like austin theory or like a Dolph ziggler where he's doing his flips to get away from their offense and then just like all of a sudden you know kicking him in the face and just doing whatever i enjoy that i don't know why
1: well it's because we see reggie as a what was he, a, a wine connoisseur or some shit the,
2: the sommelier the
1: sommelier thank you we've seen reggie as a sommelier so we didn't see we didn't think reggie was like a, a you know a tough guy quote unquote and i'm making air quotes here and i know you can't see it but this the, the, so that made total sense where he's using his athleticism and his flippiness to get away to get away from other guys' other guys' offense makes total sense.
2: I just think he's talented.
0: but
1: that he is an amazing athlete. I'm not taking away. I'm not taking away that the fact that he is an amazing athlete. But this gimmick, this gimmick he is in, he is saddled with this fucking gimmick. This gimmick's gonna drag him down to hell. I'm telling you. He will get released because of this gimmick. If they don't get it off of him, he will be released within six months because of this gimmick.
2: Only if he sells nudes with the mask on.
1: I, 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 that, that, him, that ain't too like, soon, that. that, too that soon. Yeah, that's too soon. <laughs> but I'm, I'm telling you, he will be released within six months if he if they don't get him out of this gimmick. Now, this gimmick is going to go nowhere fast. It's not going to get over. It's it's not going to get over with anybody. I don't. It's not going to get over with a five year old kid. I'm sorry, it's just not. It, this we'll is, we'll is 80s-level WWE bad, and then they need to get it off of him. And that's my rant about scripts. On to the next one.
0: Let's <laughs> go
2: Male Breakout Star of the Year.
1: All right. This is a better category.
2: Uh, we will go. We have Braun Breaker. Ricky Starks, Wheeler Yuta, and Dominic Mysterio. Oh,
1: Dom catching all that heat.
2: Hi, hey, mommy. It burns. Oh. Hey, I will mommy. never not laugh at that segment. Hey, that segment will live in my brain forever. Wheeler Yuta. You pick Wheeler Yuta. Wheeler
1: Yuta, because I love the kid. He come out of nowhere. He's come. He's a Chicago guy out of Philadelphia. Uh, just come out of nowhere. Started out as a job guy, had some amazing matches with Moxley and uh, uh, Brian Danielson, and it's just and he's tough as nails, and I love the kid, and to me he is the he is wrestling's breakout star. Not, and I love Ricky Starks, I love Ricky Starks. Ricky Starks been around for a while, and Braun Breaker's a champion, so I, you know, I think it's definitely wheeler you to.
2: I think I'll have to agree with that. You know, Dominic's close.
1: Dom's real close.
2: He's His character work has become amazing since joining Judgment Day. Mm-hmm. But he still just hasn't had that one match yet for me. And to me, you have to have a big match.
1: Yeah, Dom doesn't, uh, he hasn't, you know, Dom doesn't strike you as the greatest worker yet.
2: He's good. He will be good. He will he be good. Be really in he good. will be
1: good. He will be good in a few years, yeah. But he's not the best worker yet. Let's just be real. But he's
2: still just kind of going through the mechanics. He doesn't have the, the smooth flow yet. So he just hasn't quite had that breakout match for me. No. That makes him. I mean, he's had the shocking moment by turning on Ray. He gets the heat. He's got the great character with Judgment Day. He just needs that one standout match. Mm-hmm. On his own, not a tag match or, you know, anything involving the rest of Judgment Day. He needs that good one-on-one match that makes me go, yes, he's got it now. Yeah,
1: he needs to have He's close. Yeah, he needs to really close. He's really close to it, yeah. But he he needs to have that 25-minute, 30-minute banger. He needs that match to solidify him. He hasn't had that match yet.
2: If we were doing this at the beginning of the year, I would say Braun Breaker. Because he was really, really good at the beginning of the year like the matches i mean i can't not that he's not putting on good matches now but like the momentum he had at the beginning of the year when he was having to face people like champa and dolph ziggler when he was down at nxt that whole era for the breaker title run i think was when it was really hot i i don't know has it kind of died down a bit uh, I know a I haven't bit. really been it's watching, but it, opinion, just, it feels that way to me when I do catch a show. A
1: little bit in my opinion, uh, you know they they done a really good job of building Braun Breaker when he went through basically went through all the old heads in the NXT. Uh,
2: I'm glad they didn't put him on the main roster. Yeah, at the beginning, yeah. Like Vince was like, going like to put I
1: him they there were too. Ready to. Yeah, Vince he was going to put him
2: there too. He was not ready. No,
1: well, I still it's...
2: don't think he's ready. But having the more time in NXT. It's
1: not a bad thing for him. He's still really, yeah. really green. He's still, he still yeah. hasn't got, what, 40, 50 matches under his belt?
2: Probably not no. Yeah, not, Yeah, probably not
1: that. Uh, They would have made the same mistake with him that they did with Apollo Crews back whenever they first called Apollo up. He was in NXT for like a month. And because he was a body yeah. guy and he looks real good on TV, Vince brought him up and it just never worked out for Apollo Crews.
2: say I like this NXT Apollo Crews they've got going on right now. Yeah.
1: I'm a big fan of Apollo Crews. Uh, Ricky Starks, I, I you know, I, I could talk all positive all day about Ricky Starks. I, I Ricky Starks is is a megastar in the making. Uh, the whole reason why I didn't feel like he was the breakout star of the year is because Ricky's been around for a while. Ricky, to me, broke out years ago, back in the uh, uh, championship wrestling from Hollywood days. I mean, the, the, dude, the dude just stands out everywhere he goes. His mic work's great. His, his, his in-ring work is great. But I didn't know who Wheeler Uda was eight months ago. And he's and Wheeler's done nothing but impressed ever since he walked through the door at AEW. Fair point, fair point. And
2: then moving on to female breakout star of the year, our nominees are Cora Jade, Sky Blue, Maki Ito, Jamie Hayter, and Willow Nightingale.
1: Uh, who, uh, who's your breakout star of the year? I'll tell you mine.
2: I am going to have to go Cora Jade. Just okay. because she clicked with me the moment she stepped foot into NXT. And for a while was the whole reason I would watch NXT, but eventually I just my Tuesdays got all screwed up and I just got out of the habit of watching NXT. I'm trying to do better. I'm going to go for a three-week-in-a-row streak this week. But I just, I really enjoy Cora Jade's work. You know, same reasons we were talking about with Roxanne Perez in the other category. She's so young, freaking talented. When she was doing the babyface role, people latched onto her instantaneously. And then the moment she flipped, they turned on her instantaneously. Yeah. And she gets the right heat.
0: Yeah, she does get the right heat. She has
2: the character work down pat. She's had great matches, she's had the moment. She just, she checks all the boxes for me.
1: That she does that she does uh I actually had i actually had a couple of uh a couple of uh, females run through my head for uh this uh for this award and Cora's is one of them core is not my winner Cora is definitely one of them she she, she come in second for me um I actually had I actually talked about maki Ito being the women's breakout performer because we don't know we we just got to see very little of maki ito and she's just so lovable as a heel she she comes out and she sings her little song everybody gets involved with it she and and she's just adorable but she's a heel and it, and and if you, ever, if you follow her twitter her, her twitter's fucking gold because it is full of motherfuckers and middle fingers <laughs> her twitter's gold
2: that's almost enough to sway me, but not quite.
1: <laughs> but my breakout I love me
2: some good motherfuckers in the middle. Yeah, theaters, she
1: she's 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 awesome. She's awesome. I love watching her whenever she's in AEW. She's amazing. Uh, but my breakout, st- my women's breakout star of the year is uh, Jamie Hayter. and I just realized that Jamie's been doing it a long time, but she's been doing it a long time across the pond. American audiences just now getting used to her, and and she's won the women's title. I mean, she's had a, she's had a hell of a year. And uh, that's why that's why my choice is Jamie Hader.
2: I think this one's gonna have to go to the Twitterverse. Yeah, it's
1: gonna have to go to Twitterverse because because I, I you're not gonna sway me. And I love Corey Jaden. While she's done all your points, you give him are very valid points. Uh, it, I just think that uh, Jamie Hader is. Uh, I think her ring work is very good. Not only is her ring work very good, she's very good on the mic. She she checks all the boxes for me as a as a performer just like Gordade does for you
2: yeah uh that's totally fair we don't have to agree and
1: we don't have to agree on it. that's why we got Twitter to tell us hey this is this is what's right so Jamie Hayter for me
2: all right next up we have match of the year Gunther versus Seamus the Seamus the gunther versus Seamus at Clash of the Castle uh Dex versus Punk. I'm not sure when they did that one. I did it they did on a on Dynamite. That was just on a Dynamite? That yeah, was on a Dynamite. Oh yeah. F T R versus Briscoe's that was Supercard Honor, right? Yeah,
1: that was uh Supercard Honor, yes. Yep. God, amazing match.
2: Cody versus Seth from Hell in the Cell. Oh wow. I just I still hear that gasp from the mm. crowd when Cody took off his jacket.
1: Oh god, that Hell in the Cell. Thinking about that match now, that match... That match was so good. And Cody made it good. I mean, Seth is amazing, too. Listen, I'm not taking anything away from Seth. I would never take anything away from Seth Rollins. But when Cody took off his coat and it showed that bruise, and the crowd was like, oh, and it's like you said, the gas from the crowd, that just sold the entire match.
2: I still think Seth should have won that match, though. That I, made Seth
1: look I, bad. I know it did make Seth look bad.
2: That's why I can't. As much as I enjoyed that match, I can't pick it, made, it, it, it made for Cody, that reason.
1: It made Cody look like a god, like a like he's the toughest son of a gun you'll ever see.
2: And I mean, they could have still done that. I mean, just Cody performing in the match did that. He didn't have
1: to. He win. didn't have to go over. No, that
2: needed. Over. I mean, hurt or not for Cody, Seth needed to win that match.
1: Yeah, Seth was that. That was well. That was during that. Uh, that was during that little bit of time where Seth was losing every match he was in. I mean, and, yeah, but I mean, it, he it, it didn't hurt to him. Win that one. Yeah, but it didn't hurt him though. I mean, it, it didn't hurt him. Didn't but hurt he him. still
2: needed to win him.
1: He still needed to win one of them, though. I agree with you. He should have won that match. He should have won it, but
2: that's why so I can't pick that one for that reason.
1: Um. Uh, the, yeah. The uh FTR and Briscoes probably one of the and there's been a lot of great matches in ROH history, uh, but I would say. From what I've watched, it might be different for somebody else. From what I've watched, it's a top five greatest match of all time in ROH. Just from what I've seen. And I know there's some ROH people out there that's going, it's not even even my top ten. That's okay. It's cool. It don't have to be in your top ten. But it's in my top five. five. It's in my top five from what I've seen.
2: You're not um, saying it's in their top five. Yeah, it's in I mean, their it's,
1: top five. wrestling is objective. I mean, everybody's got a, you know everybody's got a different opinion. Everybody has different likes and different tastes. I mean, it's cool. You don't have to. I don't have to agree with you. Um, Dax and Punk, one of the best dynamite matches of the year. Probably the best dynamite match of the year. Uh, and I did and that. And that's that was the first time that you really figured out that Dax Hardwood could be a viable singles wrestler. Because he puts it, because he puts on a great match. He puts on a great match with anybody. He's had great matches with uh, Danielson, and uh, uh, he had he had a real good match with his tag team partner Cash mm-hmm. uh, during during that uh, the the championship. Uh, they had some sort of championship. It was during the the thing that and the tournament, Adam, the Owen Hart tournament. Yeah, that's what it was.
0: Oh, yes. That's yeah, the right. Owen Hart tournament. He had, had yeah, a right,
1: great yeah. match with Cash during the Owen own heart tournament.
2: That should have been on our flop list. My God, that yeah. tournament was stupid.
1: Yeah. Uh, But uh, my match of the year, my God, and I love big men slapping me. Gunther and Sheamus just beat the piss out of each other. and this is so this good. match. This match tickled me all the way down to my bone.
2: And, I still and, think Sheamus should have won one of the rematches. Yeah just for like a night because he needs the icy title for his resume
1: but he needs it and he's a
2: he's a legitimate threat to somebody as somebody that could actually take down gunther
1: oh absolutely it would have been
2: believable it wouldn't have hurt gunther Mm -hmm. it could have just been for a week and then put the title back on gunther to be where we're at right now but i feel like seamus needed to win one of those matches because it was so hot and people were so hot for seamus this is what Turned Sheamus faces. Like yeah, this, this is what turned
1: Roman Bruce babyfaces. Yeah,
2: people just don't like Imperium.
1: And I don't so get why they Anybody don't like that Imperium. faces
2: Imperium. Well, because they, it's their views. They got the whole. I mean, it's kind of like what they did with. They May have fashion. You know? They have fascist you're, views. You're, you're you're putting on a mockery in the ring. This isn't.
1: They have fascist know. views. I and I, they do have fascist views. If you want to take a look at it that way, I happen to love Imperium almost as much as I love. The brutes and Sheamus and Gunther just beat the piss out of each other, and it's and it's, so
2: those were some of the best matches this year. I have, uh, it was just their series of matches that they did.
1: Uh, I described the uh, what's it, the Moxley and Danielson match they had back at the start of the year, I described as uh, beautifully violent. That's how I would mm-hmm. describe Gunther and yeah. Gunther and uh Seamus is beautifully violent. And it was that, that's to me is match of the year just because it just just because it felt so it felt so real.
2: I mean it, it just it kind of seems full circle that our match of the year comes from our pay per view of the year. Yeah. Well that's, yeah, it was so good.
1: Yeah, that that pay per view was just laid out beautifully from start to finish.
2: I might have to watch that before I go to bed tonight. Yeah, I think it might do that. And now, sadly to say, we are on our last category.
1: Last category.
2: Performer of the Year. There are nom- We've got a lot of contenders
1: for this yeah, one. Yeah, nominees are
2: Roman Reigns, mm-hmm. Bianca Belair, mm-hmm. John Moxley, Brian Danielson, Seth freaking Rollins, mm-hmm. Britt Baker, and Jay White.
1: Uh, Performer of the Year. That's a tough one. You go ahead and you go ahead and give me
2: yours. I've been sitting here staring at this the entire time we've been talking, trying to pick somebody. And I've been going back and forth between two people.
1: And and now it it, it takes in it takes into consideration the whole package. It does just not championships, not just it takes in everything. So right, which our male prefer, think, our male wrestler of the year might be different than our performer of the year.
2: Right, like I said I've been leaning towards you know Moxley because he's had. He's had an amazing year. You know, fought the personal demons, held some titles, had some reigns, put on some good matches. But I kind of feel like, for me, just because I'm really enjoying his character work right now, and just any segment he touches is hysterical, that I think, for me, Seth Rollins just has a little bit More than Moxley for me. I know he hasn't had. The ring wins. You know the match wins. But he's always putting on good matches. He makes people look good. He makes himself look good. His character is amazing. He's always putting on the good promos. It's kind of hard for me. To not pick Seth.
1: And. You want to know something that's funny. What? Seth is actually my pick as well.
2: Oh, shit. I didn't think we would agree on this yeah. one.
1: Seth is actually my pick as well. Because There's I, my
2: shocking moment of the year. We agreed, yeah, on, we this agreed on
1: this one. we agreed on this one. Seth has been the most consistent performer mm-hmm. over the past 12 months yeah. than anybody else in WWE, or in wrestling, as a matter of fact.
2: So he doesn't need to win matches. No,
1: he doesn't have to win I know it matches.
2: helps, but...
1: It's like we said, it's like we said with Cody. we said with Cody. He doesn't have to win matches. Seth Rollins is, is a presence... He's, he's a threat to whoever he goes after. He is an absolute threat. People, he, he's over with anything Seth Rollins does. Any version of Seth Rollins you see gets over with the crowd. And that's performance. That's how you perform. That's how it, he, he, he gets over regardless if he's a heel, he's a baby face, or he's a tweener like he is right now. He's going to get over. And because he's just that good. And I know Roman had a great year, Moxley had a great year, but this is this is and everybody we listed had had very good years for one reason or another. But I just feel like that Seth Rollins is the most consistent performer we have in pro wrestling today, and can I make agree. and can make gold out of just about anything, Mm-hmm. and that's how good he is.
2: I mean, the fact that I mean, I know we got. You, you, Throw on Ray Mysterio with this too, but him and Ray had that one of the longest feuds I think I've ever watched happen during the pandemic era, but they kept it so fresh. I know that doesn't pertain to this year, but that's just the kind of work base that we're giving Seth Rollins right now. Is that they kept that feud going for what six plus months?
1: Yeah, it was. The, it, it was uh, the pandemic. The pandemic brought across some some weird stuff as far as like feuds go uh the feud that seth and seth and uh ray had should never went for six months should never but it
2: was good every time it,
1: yeah it, it was good every time the match at the end of it the mat the, the eye for an eye match was a little hokey
2: it did it, whatever <clears throat> It's a legit thing that could happen to somebody. Yeah. they didn't pull that out of their ass. No, they they kept it in a world of realism. Yeah, I mean
1: you can dislodge but somebody's eyeball from their head. I mean it it happens. You can watch do it.
2: any medical drama on TV. You can that dislodge. has happened to somebody.
1: You can dislodge it. You break an orb- orbital bone, you can dislodge it. Uh, that happened to Big Van Vader way back in the day. He hit uh, he hit uh, Mick Foley hit him with a clothesline, broke it, uh, popped his eyeball out of his head. You can see him on camera putting his eyeball back in his head. So it yes, it it can happen. Uh, but I, it's just a testament to Seth Rollins is. I, I enjoy Seth Rollins every time I see him on my TV. I mean, every I time I get excited every time. I'm every on. time I see Seth come out, it's, gonna, out be, it's gonna be a good segment.
2: Song and-
1: it's gonna be a good segment. People are gonna sing his theme song. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a good promo. It's gonna be a good segment. You know, and and, it's, it, it, and he's one of the reasons why I tune in to watch RAW.
2: Yeah, agreed. I agree. All right, let's run down our list of winners one more time mm-hmm. here before we close the marquee's out for 2022. Yep. Our male wrestler of the year was John Moxley. Mm-hmm. Female wrestler of the year that is going to be up to the Twitterverse. It's going to be between Roxanne Perez and Bianca Belair.
0: Yep.
2: Our tag team of the year was FTR. Pay per view of the year, Clash at the Castle. Our male breakout star was Wheeler Yuta. Our female breakout star is going to the Twitterverse between Cora Jade and Jamie Hader. Our match of the year was Gunther versus Sheamus from Clash at the Castle. Shocking moment is going to the Twitterverse to decide between Action Andretti pinning Chris Jericho and the AEW Backstage Brawl. Our biggest flop is going to be Scripps. Sorry, Reggie, we're doing it because we love you. Yep and performer of the year is going to seth freaking rollins
1: yes so uh, overall i'd say 2022 was a uh it was a wild year the wild in professional wrestling first half of the year kind of wasn't so good but uh you know like the second half of the year got a lot better. once
2: summer hit fucking shit was hitting the fan it every did.
1: week it did man it did
2: like, I've got a whole page of notes in here from an episode that we did in my notebook that was just, I mean, it was the huge news, and it's a whole page of just news, because within one week, the Vince thing happened,
0: mm-hmm.
2: Paige didn't renew her contract,
0: nope. Jeff
2: Hardy got his DUI, which just... it was insane.
1: It was, uh, twenty twenty. all that happened just in ride. one
2: week. And I mean, that was just one week there was every week. It just seemed like the news was insane every week.
1: And you know, the, this, this podcast started off when, you know, we didn't do as much news as what we do now, but it, 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 we started off with topics, but the news has been so newsworthy. We can't help, but not talk about it.
2: Right. It's things that need to be discussed and debated and our opinions put out there on it.
1: Right. It has to be, you know, we've, we, you know, it's something that, you know, we, we feel like we have to get our opinions out there on it. We would love to go back to doing the topical shows. Like we've, you know, we want get, we want to do more interviews like we, you know, we've had here this year. Uh, we want to go back, you know, we want to do more topic-based. We've had a couple, we've had a few topic-based episodes this year. Not as many as what we did in year one. But a few topic-based episodes this year. We've had a couple interviews, but mostly it's been news because the news has been so newsworthy. And, you know, it's it's, it's just how how it is sometimes. But um, 2023, we're not going to stop. We're going to continue to grow. We're going to continue to grow as a uh, as a podcast. We're going to do more okay. interviews with wrestlers. We're going to do more interviews with promoters. We might even have our... Uh, Dustin, uh, star back on.
2: Oh, I'd love to have Raven and Xander back on. Raven
1: and Xander, definitely. I want to hear. I want to hear the. Because
2: uh... they've they've got some shows under their belts now. Okay. I'd like to talk to them now that they've had those shows and.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Would love to have Raven and Xander back on. Um. We. I, I will be. I've got a a list of uh, independent wrestlers that I'm going to be reaching out on Twitter too. And see if I can't get on this podcast.
2: That'd be fun. That
1: would be real fun. You know, fresh faces—not somebody that you've heard—not somebody you've heard a have heard q and A from a thousand times. That's not what we're about. We want to hear—we want to hear fresh faces. We want to hear fresh takes. And that's what I hope—that's what—that's what I hope to do.
2: I love hearing stories.
1: Yes, I love hearing stories from the up and comers and uh There's,
2: we do these interviews and I just sit back and listen just because I love hearing oh, stories yeah.
1: oh yeah love it love it uh but uh Jenny what was we your can't... biggest what was your biggest takeaway from 2022
2: wrestling wise yes wrestling wise
1: wrestling wise life wise is your biggest takeaway from 2022
2: wrestling wise I just want to see wrestlers staying in good health we've had a lot of health scares this year you know we have the triple H stuff but luckily he's made a full recovery and is now running everything so good for him mm-hmm. love things under the under the tutelage of Papa trips and yeah he's doing some good rehires, because I've heard I heard a uh, road dog was the producer for the um Bray Wyatt, Ellie Knight, Uncle Howdy segment. Hmm. And then I think I saw that JB Noble produced the Gunther Ricochet match. He's a good man.
0: Yeah, Jamie. Happy Noble.
2: retirement from the ring, Jamie mm-hmm. Noble.
0: Yep.
2: Um. Fuck. I don't know. You put me on the spot with this one. Oh, that's what I do. You're You're really making me actually use my brain, because I once I have a horrible memory when it comes to wrestling mm-hmm. which is why I was requiring you to fill out most of our marquee nominees because yeah. I don't remember what matches happened when and what pay-per-views happened when and what happened to what uh, pay-per-views my, you know, my brain just doesn't retain that information I
1: drive red crazy with this shit so I can remember all this stuff I can remember all this stuff but red can tell me something and I'll forget it 30 seconds later
2: so you, you don't remember your honey-do list but you can remember what happened uh, oh at, uh, hell
1: yeah I mean, my brain works weird that way. I don't... This is
2: going to be perfect that you're telling me this, because I have a game that we're going to play that a friend of mine sent me. And it's going to be Rumble-based, so it'll be on one of our Build to Rumble episodes.
0: Okay.
2: Maybe, we may even break it up. I may split it up for the whole month of January. But a friend of mine sent me a game where you have to fill out who won what Rumbles. Oh.
0: Yeah. Okay,
1: that'd be fun
2: yeah that'd
1: be fun i have to do some studying up on that and that'd be fun
2: no 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 setting no studying i have to remember from no setting just from memory then okay Mm -hmm. okay see i gotta go out and fill out the list i'm gonna fill out the list and then i'm gonna quiz you okay because like i could remember who won rumbles but i can't remember what years they were
1: that's where i'm gonna get that's where i'm gonna get tripped up as what years what years they won in.
2: and i mean this list goes all the way back i think
1: I know who won if, I can tell you who won the very first one with with 100% accuracy and that's Axel Jim Duggan he won the very first Royal Rumble um I want to say that uh Hogan won the second one but after that it's going to get it's going to get it's going to get tricky for me
2: I mean this goes all the way back to 1988
0: mm-hmm.
2: and then once you hit 2018 you got to remember men and women
1: right The 2018 would be easy to remember because it because, true, because it was the
2: first time but yeah
1: yeah 2018 is easy to remember because it's first time we had two japanese stars win the royal rumbles
2: oh that's right yeah yep
1: asuka and shinsuke So
2: yeah. But that would be fun, though. So, I'm yeah, looking we'll forward be, to the we'll challenge. We'll be playing that game. I've been meaning to tell you about that. So here you are, live right. reaction to this game. Yeah, yeah. And Ashley it actually sent it to me and said, you guys need to do this on your podcast.
1: All right, that, that that'll be fun because I'm looking forward to the challenge of that. I'm looking forward so, to yeah, the challenge. Yeah, I'm
2: going to challenge you because I know I can't do it. So <laughs> you're the guinea pig. We're that's doing fun. it with you. That's
1: fine. I'll be a guinea pig. I, I'm looking forward you to can, the
2: challenge. You'll be, you'll be better at it than I will. So that's why you're going to be the one to do it. Okay. So, yeah, it'll be fun. It will be fun. That will I will go fun. through one of these days and fill out the list. So once we start coming back in the new year, we will, I'll maybe ask you, I don't know, a handful of years each episode until we get to the rumble week. and. Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll, we'll test your knowledge.
1: I'm down. I'm down. Bring it. Bring the smoke. I want the smoke. I want the smoke.
2: Okay. We'll bring you the smoke.
1: Bring me the smoke. Give me the smoke. I want all the smoke.
2: We'll smoke you out.
1: You better hope you can. I want it all. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then I'll, I'll post the link. Because I think it's like a timed thing. So I'd really like to see how quickly our our friends on Twitter can do this too. And they can send me their scores.
1: Yeah, that'd be fun for all of us to do.
2: Yeah. I'll send you... The, no, no. No, I won't. Because then you'll practice. After we do it on here, I'll send you the link. And then you can try it for real. Okay. With the game. All right. Just see how you do. Okay. So... I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be fun. It will be fun. So,
1: like, my take from, my biggest take from 2022 is I sit here in my, in my, in my little den, my little man den, as I see my autographed photo of John Cena and the mat from, uh, where he wrestled A.J. Styles fantastic match back in 2015 and I look over to my left and I see see all my wrestling memorabilia with some uh you know with my with my transformers and the various other things that I have my biggest take from 2022 is is how much stronger that we have grown as content creators and as uh podcasters we're not perfect by no means but we're a hell of a lot better than what we was when we first started
2: See, i don't want to be perfect perfect is boring
1: perfect is. i like boring. our
0: spontaneity yes. and our chaos
1: yes we we perfect is perfect is boring and that's that's you know some people like structure I uh, you know if you like structure hey that's cool uh, i'm
2: trying to bring us a little bit of structure. we have a little
1: bit of structure but most of it's chaos
2: I'm just I'm just I'm trying to give us some segments (laughs) to break it up so it's not just us talking for an hour straight about which I mean we're good at that we can have a we can have a topic and then bring out 15 different topics Mm. while we're talking about that one topic our conversation just flows so easily Mm. but I'm trying to bring a little bit of structure by having our rumor rumble our dirt sheet segment with the news and who knows what else will come up of with in 2023 it. we wouldn't be able to do it without the support from our friends yep. and other people that listen to us mm-hmm. you know the fact that we've been doing this for two years now blows my mind I know we took some time off a couple of different times we've had some hiatuses because of real life issues which that's going to happen if yep. we're not professional enough to put our real life issues aside we don't have to do that we can take our breaks because that's just who we are that's just who
1: we are we're going to take a break and we tell you we're going to take a break from now. You know, I. Uh, you know, this is something y'all don't know, but this is something that Jenny knows that Jenny has talked me out of quitting this podcast a couple of different times because of personal issues and, and, uh, you know, me, frustration's on my hand of it, honestly. Uh, but I'm glad I've not quit it. I'm glad that Jenny's kept my head in the game, kept me where I've, uh, kept me where I've needed to be at to do to you know make this podcast every week and for that i am eternally grateful thank you and i've never told you i I mean i've never told you thank you for that and that i'm eternally grateful for that thank you very much
2: well you know i'll always be here for that and you know selfishly i just want to keep doing this because i like just getting around and sitting and getting bullshit about wrestling (laughs) i don't care if nobody else listens to us i just like getting to talk about it you know hopefully maybe in 2023 we'll get cadillac back and have our third wheel of a our tricycle and
1: yeah, yeah, we miss, we miss really Cadillac. be
2: balanced again.
1: We miss Cadillac. Cadillac is the, uh, is the, uh, is the chaos that we miss on this, uh, missing this pod. Uh, we love, we love you, Cadillac. We know you going through stuff and you know, we're here we for We need you. our,
0: we
2: need our third wheel balancing trying tricycle back. We're a little unbalanced when we're just a regular bike. Yeah. We, we tend to waver a little bit, we need that third wheel for our stability, our normalcy but
1: i'm I'm super proud of where this podcast has gotten to, and i and, and it couldn't happen without everybody out there listening to it, and just it just it makes me smile inside. It really, really does. Uh, as far as like wrestling, my take from wrestling. 2022 is the greatest year for professional wrestling we've had in the last 15 to 20 years. That is my take. The matches. I can
2: agree with that. The
1: matches have not been better. High profile matches on free TV. This These are matches we don't even, we don't even see. We're getting fantastic matches on free TV. We're not even having to pay to see them on pay-per-view. And that's all I really, just matches and storytelling is what I, is what, what drives me to wrestling is matches and storytelling. And we've gotten, we've gotten that in droves this year, matches and storytelling. And it's, it's, it's been the best year for wrestling independently, independently. Um, so we got back from COVID and it may be because we got back to go. What COVID is why I'm saying this, but like independent wrestling is the independent wrestling now is, is, is as big as it's ever been and that's a good thing and I want to see it continue I don't want to see the independents die out again because you know they were dead for a long time yeah and I don't want to see them die out again so let's keep it up it's it's, it's a good day right now, right now is the best time right now is a really good time to be a wrestling fan agree
2: agree
1: but on that note we're out of here thank you guys for the great year
2: say so have a great new year's we will see you guys in 2023
1: yeah, we won't see you guys until next year
2: amazing to think I'm telling you
1: 2023 see you guys on the flip side bye
0: bye